Why do some people just fall into opportunities? Are they destined for greatness? This is Living Lucky. Living Lucky is a mindset. It's when your inner awesome aligns with your talent, skills, values, purpose, and comes out to play with the universe. This is Living Lucky, and here are your hosts, Jenna and Jason. Welcome to the Jana and Jason podcast. You are living lucky. We are living lucky today. You know why? I do know why. You gonna tell everybody? <laughs> yes, I have. I have. Listen to me. Taking. <laughs> I have you a tendency a to I get it. to not want to share the mic with you, and I'm so sorry about well, it's that. Everything. It's 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 the house. It's the mic. It's the boat. It's the car. It's Especially the dog. The dog. <laughs> I take my possession dog. <laughs> over the dog. It's my dog. Hey. What's mine is mine, or what's mine is yours, and what's yours <laughs> you is yours. You just did it too, though. We are mere reflections of one I another. It. I understand. Well, we we are living lucky because we have our friend that is sharing the stage with us today, Carlos Navarro. Now, you probably will recognize his face because he's been in a lot of movies. In fact, when we were we were IMDBing him, well, is that a keep- verb? Yeah, it Ooh. is a verb. It's a verb. It's a noun. It's everything. You can't keep up with Carlos because he's in. He's been in everything. He's I know. We we were talking about this. First of all, Carlos, welcome to the stage. You pro- you might know him from the Monsters in the Morning. You might know him from a ton of movies, TV series. You might know him just because he's super cool. He has a podcast to the top. Carlos Navarro, how you doing, friend? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? Good. Hey, we were going through all of the shows and the movies that you've been in, and literally we started having flashbacks. We remember specifically we were watching Prison Break, and we were those people <laughs> that we got into Prison Break before Prison Break got cool. Ooh. Like there was a, a little bit of lag before people hopped on the Prison Break bandwagon. And I remember watching most it. Are like you should stay in prison. <laughs> I remember watching it specifically and seeing you and going, "Oh my gosh, that's Carlos! That was Carlos!" <laughs> and we literally re. We started rewinding it, and then we would watch it over and over, and we just became uh, like little fan boys Super and girls fan. in our living it's room. Like, that's the best actor in the world. Who is that? And then we Googled <laughs> it, and I was like, that's Carlos Navarro. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the support. That's very kind of you, and uh, that was my first, like, big TV show that I got to be a part of, and it was a, under pretty wild circumstances, and it was my first little taste of it. And it went well, other than uh, basically passing out on the beaches of uh, Tampa and going to the hospital during the shoot. <gasps> oh, no. Dehydration. Is that oh. not normal? Uh, definitely not normal, uh, but uh, but it worked out, and uh, it ended up being something that people still to this day, they'll hook me up and be like, Carlos, were you on prison break? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> Did yeah, you go to the hospital? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny because I actually shot that like uh, like a week or actually yeah, a week after I got fired from the radio station. It was an insane time in my life uh, that gives you like crazy stuff and then it serves you like, but hey, this is pretty good here too. Do you know that that, that that is one of the things that I love about you? And I, I because you brought it up, I'm going to go there. Was Let's that go. a dark time for you? 
because you you were fired from the radio station and Mm -hmm. just so people know it's a great comeback story because you are back at the same radio station and you are bigger and better than ever but back to that time what was that like it was insane and scary and and uh sad and and uh yeah i mean imagine like working well you would know jan i know i know you know your story is my uh, story yeah, but I was definitely unceremoniously fired uh, uh, from the show. Was not expecting it. Uh, definitely had some of my own uh, faults uh, and problems and things that I did. Um, but yeah, I was about to get married. <laughs> I was on probation. Uh, I just got in, uh, <laughs> charged with some stuff. Um, I was quitting or I was going through rehab. I was, it was crazy. And that's how (laughs) life works, right? It's almost like for me, when the bottom, when I thought I had hit the bottom, that's when (laughs) the rug came out from underneath me, it felt like. But those were the lessons that I I feel now I needed to learn about myself. And through it, I can really look back and say, I appreciate and I'm grateful for that dark time because I feel like it, it really is what is leading to where I'm going now. I think one no of doubt. the interesting things for us is because we kind of had this conversation this morning is, is kind of like in the radio station, you're on a talk radio. It's a real talk radio where you're talking about real life and you're expected to toe this line of extremism of what, cause what real life is, it's, it's, it's these unexpected surprises and you're, you're supposed to get to the edge, but know when to pull back. So just like in a relationship, right. you're in this argument or something. And that's what Jan and I talked about today is you have to know when to jump back and, and pull back. But you said you, you kind of got fired because you went over the line. Um, yeah. And yeah, but you're expected to go so far to that line because you need content for the radio, you know, and that's, that's yeah, where I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but, but you learned from me, all that, that wasn't too. the case. I still, to this day, I feel like the on air stuff is weird because it's like, yeah, it's a show. And at the end of the day, you can say, Hey, it's a show. And there's some things that I said, and I wouldn't have probably said it that way or whatever. But my issue was my emotions. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't have them under control. And so I made mistakes. I would open my mouth too much. I would say things uh, that I shouldn't say. I thought I was too, uh, I was too cocky. Um, And that humbled me. That whole experience really humbled me. I was, I was looked at as a fool. I was looked at as a a drunk, uh, as a, as a, as a monster, not the fun, friendly one you see Mm -hmm. on on the monsters in the morning and uh had some people that stayed by my side i had a lot of people that stayed by my side i got but if i wouldn't have gone through that there i wouldn't be sitting here right now i would not you know and i think at times when you're in despair when you're in trouble you have to look at the silver linings and allow those to pull you up because fortunately even though i was going through some crazy shit we can't curse on here right yes it's real Uh, even though so i was going through some crazy shit um I would try and find the silver lining and I had, and I'm, and I'll give it to my confidence. If I had a low self-esteem, if I had low confidence, I, who know, I probably in dead or in jail, to be honest. Like I was down that path. I could have very easily been dead or in jail or yeah, easy. And, um, thankfully I'm not, <laughs> I'm here. I mean, I'm talking to you guys and I hope anybody listening 
go, don't, don't give up. You know, there's te- definitely times where I've been like, wow, I lost everything. Huh? I lost my career. I lost my money. I lost my freedom. I lost a lot of stuff. My perception of life has been warped, but it takes a big check like that to your soul mm-hmm. to see who you are and, and where you want to go. And I'm very grateful for everything that happened. There have got to be times though, when you're going through that, that your confidence takes a kick in the gut, you know, cause I, cause I, I remember being that kind of wild guy and, and having um, just those moments where I, I feel confident and then <laughs> you kind of walk away going, whoa, that's kind of a different situation than I was expecting. So what was it, Carlos? How did you take that first step in in making the ball go the other way? Because here we talk about the doom loop of despair. And then we talk about getting that snowball the to start rolling cycle. the other way. And that's kind of what we start calling living lucky is when you can get that success ball rolling in the exponential way where the good starts getting better. So how did you, you know, when you're at rock bottom, how do you start taking that first step and start getting that momentum to go that way? Take ownership. You take ownership um, of of the things that you did wrong and the things that you can change for the better. Right. So you look at it and you go, okay, yeah, that's, that's, I messed up there. Yeah. But this one's kind of not my fault, but I can get better in this way. What are my goals? What are your goals? You know, if you don't have defined goals and you're indiscriminately just kind of living your life, that's how you will live your life. But if even at the tough times you go, Hey, guess what? I'm still alive. Okay. I can still go act. Okay. I can still, I can get another radio job if I want to do that. Okay, I'm healthy. Yes. Um, you got to start checking the list of all the controllables that are actually good. Because if you tend to focus on the problem, you'll never figure out the solution. So um, I started really focusing on the solution. Actually, I dove deep into uh, motivational speaking and people, mentors and, 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 and law of attraction. That's really, and this is like 2007. When um, that really started coming into light for me and my wife and I kind of dedicated ourselves to not have a negative mindset towards things because it got us in a lot of trouble. And um, and I think that's what it is. Take ownership. Be like, hey, yeah, messed up. It's done. Yeah. Now it's time to move forward. Let's let's see what we got ahead of us. People make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. Yeah. And if you sit and dwell on them forever and all, but what if I would have done it? That's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. We're not you know? victims. We're not victims. No. We can take ownership and we can control what we bring to the table. We can't always control the outcome, but we can control what we bring to the table. The other thing that you mentioned was law of attraction. And that is another part of the living lucky is because I truly believe that you start putting the positive thoughts into your brain. You start feeding the affirmations. You start putting that positive energy out. And then that's what starts it's almost a, a manifestation of some sort. What are your thoughts on that? 100%. Ideas are energy. And ideas will will will, will pop into somebody's brain and then the, they can be bad and they can grow and you can nurture it and then be a really bad thing. Or the law of attraction brings in these ideas and you're the vessel. 
You're the one that's supposed to fulfill that idea. Yes. Um, everything we see around us started as a, in, in, in your brain and they attracted it because they wanted to do these things. So um, I'm a big believer of affirmation. I'm a big believer that your goals, your brain, and uh, we can get deep into this here because yeah, I know let's we're do. on the same. So your brain is, is, is really a receiver, an antenna. Um, and, and every day when I write down my goals and, and they started as book a commercial, Mm -hmm. they started as get a voiceover gig. They started as, you know, uh, get healthier. And then once I accomplished those, then they grew bigger, get on the walking dead every day, focusing on it, not focusing on not getting it, focusing on getting it. And if you really put that energy out there and you have clear and defined goals. And that is so important because people walk around, well, I think positive, but nothing ever happens. Okay. What's your, what do you want to do in life? Well, I don't know. I kind of want to do, well then how do you expect the universe to bring it to you? If you don't even know what the hell you want, Yes. you know, figure out what it is, focus on it. And, and as much as you can, and it will come to you. I'm living, breathing, evidence and so are you guys yes and i I, I just wish if everybody knew how powerful their thoughts are how powerful their words are when they say things ah today sucks ah that'll never happen to me and and just the thought just the thought of oh today sucks is bringing crappy crappy sucky energy to you and and if you can just reframe that by saying, oh, my gosh, everything great happens to me. Why is that? Just asking the question, why do all these opportunities always fall in my lap? Yeah, that's the uh, the big thing that we picked up a couple of weeks ago from a coach, Carlos, is that so, for people that don't understand how powerful affirmations are and and believing it. If you start reframing the question to things like, why does everything come so easy to me? Or why do mm. sponsors want to work with me so much? <laughs> why does why does money always come to me over and over again? And, and that allows your subconscious to start answering that question instead of right. instead of the other things that are, are like the negative answers. Well, just mm-hmm. like you said, every little thought either can it, it we're attracting constantly we're attracting we're putting out and it just depends if, if believe, it has a negative or a positive well, connotation yeah, if you don't 100% believe in that, in the affirmation you can tell yourself all day long i'm beautiful like the old saturday night live skit gosh darn it people like me and that's that you, you might not believe it in your heart and if you're not believing it in your heart your your subconscious is always going to try to answer questions that you ask it mhm yeah that's your totally brain like the t- yeah, Tony Robbins approach uh, on that is interesting where he, you know, most people have a hard time. A lot of people have a hard time believing in themselves. It, it, that's understandable. Um, and they, I can't believe that I'm actually going to get this job. Okay, that's fine. But let's say you did get the job. Now, can you think of it in that perspective? Okay, like that, that okay, it's probably not going to happen. But let's say it did happen. What would you do then? Well, I, it's, it, when you allow the permission to move past that, then you can move forward. Yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. Like it, it's, it, and here's another real powerful one I found, and, I, and we're all talking the same here because it's easier for us mm-hmm. to stay in a positive mindset or, or to think positive. And, and, and 
now for a lot of different reasons. Now it right. is. <laughs> you you would have taken me three years ago, and you would have seen a completely different Jana, which yeah. is so bizarre. You know, no, so but you consciously thought about it. You yeah. consciously worked at it. And 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 so I say this: if you're not, if you can't say something po- positive, if you can't say an affirmation that is going to benefit you, then don't say anything at all. And I know that sounds weird, but a lot of athletes do this, okay? And they're like, oh, I'm going to miss this shot. The coaches will say, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, don't say miss this shot. Just don't say anything at all. Because when you verbalize it, it becomes more powerful. As we know, there's 70% more of a chance of it happening than when you verbalize it instead of thinking it. Okay? That is so good. It, but I'm not going to verbalize it. It's called neutral. That's so neutral. good because I feel like my, my I feel like my dad used to say that, Jana. If you're not going to say something nice, don't say it at all. And and it's the exact same thing that you're saying. If you're not going to think something nice and positive, don't even think it at all. Yeah, just don't verbalize it. You know, don't verbalize. If you have a hard time saying I'm going to do well at this, I am confident. Okay, you can't say that. Okay, then just don't say it. You may think it. But when you say it, it becomes a thing and it becomes a lot more likely for it to happen. You see what I'm saying? It's and I know you guys work with people mm-hmm. that have a hard time just being confident. They only think negative thoughts all day. They've been they've been just thinking those thoughts for years. They're programming themselves. 100 percent. Yeah, because here's the thing. The more they have those thoughts, the more embedded those thoughts become. It's oh, yeah. almost like yeah. a little rut that they're building themselves. Well, it draw, it, you read the book Mind Hack. Um, it talks about this Not in yet. depth. It's one of the, <laughs> it's it's the best book I've ever read when it comes to the brain. It's called Mind Hacker, and it essentially talks about how our brains are hardware. It's the CPU. It's empty. There's nothing in it until we start depositing HTML code or or writing the code. And what is the code? The code is our thoughts. And what is HTML code essentially to computer? It's numbers over and over and over and over in order to run an application. Our thoughts lead to our actions. Our actions are the applications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whatever program you're running all day will lead to actions. So if all day, and remember, we think, I think it's 90% of the thoughts that we think are the same ones that we thought the day before. So, you know, you have to break that thought pattern, break it. It's like a line of code. It's a line of code. And if you haven't, it's been dug in and worn in into your neural pathways for so long that it's the easiest road to take. And it's a lot harder to take that other neural pathway where it's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move forward with this. I'm going to get through this. And every day you chip at it away, away, away. Break the pattern. And it will work. There you go. And I love that you mentioned the things that we don't say because the things that we say out loud have a magnified effect. Yep. So you're talking puzzle language right now because that's <laughs> that was the main reason that I invited Carlos on is we I found out that we have puzzles in common. Yes. And what Jason just said is the things that you don't say. And when I started doing puzzles, that's when I really started applying the lessons that I learned from puzzles to lessons in life. And in a no puzzle, doubt. you know, you have the piece, right? Yep. And you think, oh yeah, I'm pretty good at puzzles. I can pick, I can pick out the pieces and the shapes. But when you really, they got empty space. Yeah, when you start taking it to the next level, you start looking at what you're not seeing. Mm -hmm. And 
for some reason, puzzles came up on the monsters, and Carlos <laughs> was saying, "Oh yeah, I'm a puzzle connoisseur." And and Every, I, let me guess, everybody else went to sleep, and you two had a thirty I'm minute like, conversation. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is yeah. my guy right here. So and now first we're of all, puzzles and arms, yeah. Yeah. How? Why? And how did you start doing puzzles? Give us the scoop. Oh, oh my gosh, this is my dream come true to tell you my puzzling story. <laughs> I've talked about it so many times with the monsters. They know about it, but they just allow me to to talk about it. Okay. Yes. So Jana, I yes. was never into puzzles. Before COVID, I was never into puzzles. Never. I don't I don't do oh, crosswords. So this is new. Brand yeah, a year and you know, since COVID started. Um I I'm not a game board games guy. I'm not a cards guy. Um, I like video games, okay. but I've never been that a Sudoku. Never been. But but then, of course, we found out about the, the quarantine. And if people tend to forget, it was like, we have to be indoors <laughs> for every hour of the day. I was like, oh, my God. Well, well, we better think of something to do, Megan. So I went. <laughs> And I actually bought my wife a puzzle and it was of succulents, her favorite like little plant. And there's oh, these cute yeah. little succulents or whatever. And I saw it at Target and I was like, okay, let me get it. And I get it home and I set it on the table and I start doing it and it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> they all look They're the hard. <laughs> and I go to my wife, I go, and then I get like a quarter of the way through and I'm doing it with my daughter. And then I kind of sits there and then she's like, why don't you just put that puzzle away? You're never going to finish it. And oh, I look at challenge. Oh, oh, right. Challenge. Now I'm com- I'm competitive <laughs> as hell. So I look for any little, you know, thing like that. I was like, oh really? Oh really? So not only did I go full bore and finish it, then I taped it up and I was proud of it. And afterwards I was like, hey, I feel good. That's feel your good. I feel like that's your law that's of attraction, that's- positivity, yeah. your thoughts going. Uh, overboard you're like i'm gonna yes. overcompensate for what my daughter just said sneaking down <laughs> in the middle of the night that, that's right and then uh then i finished that and i was like you know what i'm gonna get another one and yeah. then i really found peace in it and i know you understand jenna many yes. others don't but i'm a pretty uh uh you know energetic guy i'm always doing stuff i'm a family man i'm always busy and there's very rarely times that i just like sit down and focus on one thing but what i found was when i do puzzles yes. i can't focus on anything else you can only focus on the pieces that are in front of you yeah you can have music in the background yeah you can have a tv show in the background but your focus which is a meditative experience which we all need and all meditation is is being in the moment and progressing forward and that's all it is and guess what visual gratitude visual gratifying progress visual how often do you get that you know, in this digital online world where everything is disposable or, or yes. you know, you're done with it. So but you, you uh, just, you just described what brought me out of depression. I mean, there was nothing. Jason was like, come on, honey, you know, let's go to Disney World. Let's go, let's go water skiing. Let's just go outside. Let's go to the mall. Let's go buy a new car. Like he would, he was really trying to get me outside or get me to do anything. Yeah, sure. I can imagine. And it was just puzzles. And all I wanted to do, puzzles. And there was just something about just being still, being quiet and like you said, it was a meditative experience where my hands could be busy and right. my mind could just. With the hardest 
puzzles escape in the world. Now, Jenna, yeah. you, the, very, the difference between you and I is you, the puzzles I've seen you do yeah. look so difficult. <sighs> I have to have fun with my puzzle. I do silly puzzles. I do like, I did a, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on a, what's it, Richard Simmons puzzle. Oh, nice. the day. Jenna um, likes to get a black just screen like a, it's just a it's just one color puzzle and it's like hey look at all these pieces they all are the exact same with like i give it to a microfiber difference between them and you can't tell if they're Man. all males all females if they're one-legged two-legged they that all took look time the same. that took time it's one though color there's no differentiation except for a minute thing and you won't know until the end if all the pieces are right it's but, like a well, safe combination I mean, for me, like Jana, I give it to you because I, I, I wouldn't do that. There's so many <laughs> lessons. There's so, so many, lessons many lessons in puzzling. Okay, So many lessons. And one of the biggest ones, I think, is that how you may think, okay, let's say you have some options in mm-hmm. life and a yeah. decision you're going to make, right? And we'll refer that back to the puzzle, okay? You're at a standstill with your puzzle. And you know what happens. When you're looking at the pieces, you're looking at your puzzle, you're like, obviously these pieces don't fit in here because I right. can't figure out anything. And you're frustrated. And then you go, okay, you know what? I'm going to sleep on it. And there's a reason I'm going to sleep on it is in every language in the world. There is a phrase to say, I go sleep on it because it's amazing what happens. You sleep on it. You wake up, you walk back over to those same puzzle pieces, the same options you had before, but now you see them in a different way because your brain worked on it overnight, subconsciously figuring out that little problem. And now that piece goes directly right there and it makes perfect sense. Instead of rushing into a decision, that is puzzling to me, Jenna. And let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because exactly what you just said. And then there's something about once you find one piece, you'll all of a sudden find yes. two more right away. <laughs> right. Because things it, start lining up. There's a confidence there. It's living lucky. All of a sudden you have Love this it. confidence. You start believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Just as you were, we started this, you start believing, well, yeah, I can do this. And the next thing you know, well, here, this one fits there. And this yep. one fits there. And then you might go on a dry spell again. And that's when, right. what do you do? You need to walk away, go go for a walk, go do something else, sleep on it, like you said. Ask there your you brain go. to figure it out for you. Because like you said, sometimes we're in the frame. We, we don't see what we don't see. But your mm-hmm. subconscious can. It's smarter yeah. than what we think. Well, at a minimum, do what our friend Michael says and just pause. Breathe, reflect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Take a second. To look. Yes. I think a lot of people are missing a meditative hobby, something that doesn't connect to their work. I find a lot of my, the favorite things that I do are connected to my work and that's lucky and living lucky. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, but too many times we don't have any release and you forget when you're a kid, all you had was fun. And you, and people wonder, man, things are so much harder as you get older. Well, yeah, you know, because when you're a kid, you have no responsibility and you're just focused on doing things you like. And then you get turned into an adult and all of a sudden it's about the kids and it's about your career and it's about the family and it's about all these things except yourself. And then you realize you're unhappy. And you go, my God, all my time is gone. And puzzling 
can fix all that. Boom. <laughs> yeah. You like get that. it. You and, totally get it. And, and, you, oh. and we let ourselves build that little castle around ourselves of, of all these other expectations. That's what, oh, no that's doubt. what I'm realizing. Yeah, they're, they're invisible prisons that we build ourselves. Yeah, we're holding yes, those bars. Yes, like, yes. It happens in relationships all the time. Uh-huh. You see a couple, and they're a young couple or an older couple, and all they do is fight. And you look at them, and you're like, you know you're not chained to each other, right? You know you can have an adult conversation and be like, hey, are you happy? No, I'm not happy either. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. I ain't mad at you. We got great kids. Whatever the hell your situation is. But I just see people that are mentally trapped. They don't, they, they, they can't realize like, Hey, I'm actually in control of this situation. Okay. Let me, uh, you know, so let me, let me ask you this because so right now I'm, I'm writing my book, living lucky, which is believe in yourself, believe in the people around you, believe in your circumstances and then believe believe, in your circumstances. What do you mean? Believe in your circumstances. Which we kind of, we kind of covered that earlier when you said you're not a victim. You're not a victim. And, and everything that, you know, yeah, when you look back, it's all linear. So you can tell mm -hmm. how your, your decisions kind of got you exactly where you are. Just be thankful for your, what, where you are is not who you are. It's just where you are. So you you can, you can look back and see the, uh, it's a linear path that got you here. All your decisions and how you actually responded to things is is how you got here. So be thankful for that. And now you get to figure out where you want to go and start making those decisions. So be thankful for your, your circumstances. Yeah. And and then be grateful for that. And then the fourth pillar is the universe has got your back. Believe Mm -hmm. in the universe and everywhere you, you go, the opportunities are there. You're, it's just a matter of choosing to see them. And and so that, that's my, my book, but what you just mentioned right before I started that little rant, sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah. Is you mentioned uh, relationships. And Mm -hmm. so I was going to ask you when you went through your transition and your dark time, how did, I mean, you were just getting married at that time. So I can only imagine that had to have had a huge. That's why they're unbreakable now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm very fortunate and lucky that not at one point in time did we go through any type of our relationship where there was divorce, where there was non-support where there was doubt. I, and I, and I, and I know I'm lucky for saying that because you add that into the mix of everything else going on, who the hell knows what happens. But I really had people that believed in me. I really had people that, that I believed in. And my wife is my rock. Like we are a team. We are, we are soulmates. We are, um, without her, I'd be dead or in jail. You know, like there's no, like when she met me, I was pretty wild ass dude, fighting, drinking, uh, really didn't care. You know, I didn't have anything where I was like, I was kind of living a little bit YOLO. So when she civilized me in the best way, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I'm very grateful for, for, because we actually went through our metamorphosis together. And I think that is difficult in a relationship. If somebody is finding the light in their life and finding that path to, to, you know, and then the other person's like, nah, shut up. What are you doing? Okay. So that's what (laughs) I wanted to ask. And I, I didn't know where you were at on that. But I, I, there was a point where I went to Jason and I said, we either need to change and grow together mm-hmm. or we're going to have to part ways yeah. because that, that is part of it. Don't you think like the, no doubt. yeah, no doubt. 
No doubt. I think there's so many people. I think it's an important thing to do to have that conversation. We, we, we mutually had, it wasn't a conversation for us. We were both on that path where we realized, wow, this other path took us to a really bad place, especially me. And it was honestly majority my fault. Uh, 98% of it, Megan had like 2% of it. And, um, <laughs> and then, but we both, we looked at each other like, Hey, we need to figure out a better way of living. The secret had come out. Um, law of attraction was out there. I'd read some other books and it just, thankfully all connected at the same time and we started growing together and we would catch ourselves. Hey, yeah. just don't say that. Hey, you know, Hey, wow. That's really self negative talk. And, and if you can find that person, just like you and Jason are, mm-hmm. it's a superpower. It's a freaking superpower to have a united front when it comes to mental health and, and how you view things. So we had one yesterday yeah. where we literally had a stare down and Jason said, you know, it really bothers me, your facial expressions and how you're picking me apart. And I said, you know, it really bothers me how you're weaseling off. I think you can be better. And and then we literally stopped and we said, we are here to each other better to lift, lift each, other each yeah we're here <laughs> yeah, to to yeah. sharpen each other like right. the reason that we're here is to literally said, are you sure the reason i'm here is not to jump across this table right now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> At any rate, you and your wife, Megan, are now renovating your house, which that looks fun. Is it a house or a mansion? Yeah, it, it looks awesome. <laughs> it's a, yeah, thank you very much. Um, yeah, we're in this really beautiful kind Movie of stage of our life. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm very grateful. Work's been good and uh, it all worked out in this crazy kind of And the kids market. are going to just love it because it looks yeah, like, just the, it looks like the place to, to, to raise some kids. You know, it is, it is. And we live in um, lucky, <laughs> live in lucky, but it's, it's funny. You, you, you talk about your circumstances. Like I feel we were meant to be in this home that we are right now. And I feel that with a lot of good love and energy, we were brought here. We didn't know the people that lived here before. This is crazy. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and we were about to purchase another house a couple months ago. It fell through. The inspection went horrible. We were sad. We were upset. And back, back in the day, day, it'd be a big pity party. Why? And we guess what we would have done? We would have missed out on this house because instead of doing that, we did have our little moment of upset and you can have that. Allow yourself to be upset when shit goes bad. It's okay. Take yeah. that oh, moment. Shit, that sucks. You Call take it that out. moment. Yeah. Right. But feel the feeling. You have to it. feel it. You have to feel it, but, but don't right. dwell on it. Exactly. And then, so, cause if you, if you, if you do, you're going to miss out on an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Second, we're like, all right, I looked at Megan and said, we're going to find a better house. We're going to find it in the same place that we want to find it. She's like, all right, boom. She went and she did her part where she's the researcher. So she's like, and boom, hey, there's a house right here. It's over on Minnesota. Do you want to go check this out? We go check it out. We fall in love with it immediately. We put an offer and a bid on it that day. And that's the house we have right now. Yeah. Here we go. I post about it. I start posting about our renovations and everything. Uh-huh. We get contacted by the former owners of this home that lived here for 70 years. Oh okay. And the whole family's been following me and <gasps> Megan and everything we're no. doing. They message us. This is they the said, universe. Go ahead. You you ready? You're yeah, ready? I'm ready we because all, I feel like this is pillar four of my whole platform. Go. 
ready, Janet? They go, we have been praying for a family that will love this home. We didn't know who that was going to be, but it was y'all. How beautiful. These people that didn't know us were praying for us. They were wanting uh, us to... said we wanted that home to be filled with 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 kids and with love and with and and to really because it's a it's a 108 year old home this is a this is a a, one of the like a a home that was first built in the land this the city and so it really took me back and there's no doubt in my mind that we're meant to be here our circumstances laid it all out and 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 if you would ask me a year ago i'd be living in the land in a in a 108 year old house i would be like you crazy uh but yes uh, No, I I kid you not. The only thing that would have made that story even a small bit better is if the house is 104 years old. Oh, because that's that's our number. We have this. We have this. Well, if you knew how many times that number shows up in a day for us, we have these miracles. They're like synchronicities that just keep happening to us, and it is very, very. But there's four of them. Just saying. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, he if, again, as we started this, sometimes I just let it go over my head, Carlos, and that's what you have to do. You do. Thank you, you do. so much for hanging out with us. And I would love to me. have you and your family over for just to hang out and just to be in the same space because I just really adore you. In fact, when when I do show up at the Monsters on Wednesday mornings, I really, really love it sometimes when you when you bring out your your improv skills. And I always have this side of me that wants to start playing with you but then i'm like i don't i don't really know if i'm supposed to or not yes you are <laughs> yes you are you better start playing when i get in there and i start throwing around voices and stuff that's your that's your opportunity and, but here's Run the thing is i'm a little i'm rusty because i haven't used those skills in so sure. long but they're sure. they're they want to come out and play i kind of like it yeah. when you're rusty <laughs> <laughs> you got it you got to let that happen there's a, there's something in you that's doing that and the only way you're going to learn or, or get it back to going where you were at yeah. is uh, with, with, with playing on there. And Jan, I'm so glad uh, that you're doing so well. I, you're, you're a superstar. Uh, you have so much to give here and you guys together are going to be a powerful duo. Um, but I really am glad because I actually would think about you a lot often. I was Thank thinking, you. Because, like, you know, we, we were both kind of uh, unceremoniously gone. Yeah, uh, it was, from, from it was dark. Yeah, so I'm glad you're doing so well because I really I was like, man, I wonder what's up with Jana, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad to see it because your story is uh, is absolutely inspiring, and I think you're really carving out something very special. Thank and, you. Uh, I'm here for you. I'm thank here you, you guys, so, so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. And hey, if we can do anything to help you, help promote you, help whatever, even just help come do a housewarming party for you, <laughs> we'll, we'll do we'll, that. <laughs> We'll be at the housewarming party. I will. I, you 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 both have an invite. I don't know when it will be, but uh, hopefully uh, sooner than later. Awesome. Hide, hide the keys to that ditch, Twitch. Thank you so yes. much, Carlos Navarro. How do people find you if they want to get a hold of you? Because I know you have a personal website. What is it? Yeah, you know what? The easiest probably just uh, social media at to the top. Carlos have some really cool stuff coming out uh, towards the end of the year that I think a lot of people are going to enjoy. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.